You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. I want to talk to you this morning, a simple message titled, Walking with God. Walking with God. Now look at somebody and say, I desire to walk with God. Walking with God. Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5 from verse 21. And when you read the book of Genesis, there are listed in that book 10 names of men. And these are men that has done things, good or bad. And in the middle of this, a name is mentioned. Now, the first man, Adam, is mentioned. And you know, being the first man, it's already a great thing. And then the one of the last names that is mentioned is Noah. And we all know that Noah heard from God. And because he heard from God, he was able to build an ark so that he protects himself and his family from the judgment or from the flood that was coming. But then in the middle of all this, in a time where time was getting difficult, because you have to understand when we're reading Genesis chapter 5, Genesis chapter 5, I don't know if it's the same in, in, in South Africa, but for us in Mauritius, 5 comes after 3 and before 6. Am I right? So in Genesis chapter 5, which comes after 3, after 3 in Genesis chapter 3 is the fall of man. And in Genesis chapter 6, the Bible tells us that man became so evil in their thoughts and in their heart that God sends a flood. So the, the time was getting from bad to worse. But in the middle of all this, even though the time was getting from bad to worse, even though there, there's been wickedness and so forth, there was a man. And this man, his name is Enoch. So let's read Genesis chapter 5 on the screen, verse 21. Genesis chapter 5, verse 21. We're going to be reading the lesson, the life, and the legacy of a man called Enoch. All right? The Bible says Enoch lived 65 years and he begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years. I want you to underline that in your, underline that in your Bible. For 300 years, consistently, faithfully, this man, irrespective of what's going on around him, irrespective of the adversity that he may face, irrespective of the persecution that he may have faced, irrespective of what's happening around him, this man was not influenced by what other people was doing for 300 years consistently every day, Enoch walked with God. Amen. He walked with God every day. It's not a weekly walk. It's not a monthly walk. It's not uh, only on occasion walk. It is a consistent walk every day. Daily for 300 years, he walked with God. Now a walk shows progress. A walk shows movement. So he began to move with God, progressing with God, moving ahead with God, developing a relationship with God. The Bible says, Enoch lived 65 years, begot Methuselah, and after he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. And all of the days of Enoch was 365 years. 300 years, and then the Bible says again, repeats again, and Enoch walked with 
God. Let's say that together. And Enoch walked with God. Come on, let's say it as if we had breakfast this morning. And Enoch walked with God. Now, I want you to put your name there and say, I walk with God. So James walks with God. You put your name there and you confess it. I'm going to be walking with God, not only today, today, tomorrow, every day of my life, every hour of this time. I'm going to be walking with God consistently, faithfully, loyally. I'm going to be walking with God. Say amen, somebody. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, it says, Enoch walked with God and he was not. And I like that because if I want to play on my words today, I can say this to you. Enoch walked with God and he was not lonely. Enoch walked with God and he was not insecure. Enoch walked with God and he was not worried. Enoch walked with God and he knew that he was not, he was not robbed of anything. Amen. When you walk with God, you're walking with the protector of life. When you're walking with God, you're walking with the provision of life. Say amen, somebody. So he walked with God every day. And every step that he took was a step better than yesterday. Praise the Lord. Enoch walked with God and he was not. He was not ashamed. Enoch walked with God and he was not. He was not insecure. Enoch walked with God and he was not. He was not self-centered. Praise God. Hallelujah. The name Enoch, the name Enoch means dedicated. The name Enoch means teach, discipline, and training. And this man lived according to his name. He was dedicated to God, devoted to God. And he wanted to be taught by God. Some people, we have the name that has a meaning, but we don't live according to that name. You see, in the Bible, if you look at Genesis chapter 4, there is another man by the name of Enoch. But this man did not come from that lineage. This man came from the lineage of Cain. And the Bible says that when Cain, uh, when he had a son, he called him Enoch, not that Enoch that we're talking about, and he named a city after him. So people knew that Enoch. But this Enoch, maybe he was not known by people, but he was known by God. You may be sitting here today and people don't know you, but let me tell you, God knows you. God knows your starting point. God knows your today and God knows your finishing point. God knows you. And I don't know about you. There are some people that knows me. They know my past, they know what I do, and maybe they don't want to walk with me because of what I did or because of who I am. But God, He knows of what you did. He knows of who you are, and He still wants to walk with you. The creator of the universe, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the miracle worker, He has made a decision, I want to walk with you. Have you made the decision to walk with Him? Say amen, somebody. Praise God. In a falling world, Enoch looked to God. Irrespective of persecution. Irrespective of people's accusation. You know, when we grow in this Christian walk, there are many people that will accuse us of many things. But Enoch decided, irrespective of people's opinion, 
irrespective of what people are saying, irrespective of people's misunderstanding and accusation, I am going to still walk with God. People might turn their backs on me. My family might turn their backs on me. My friends may turn their backs on me, but God will never leave me. God will never forsake me. And I will not leave Him. I will not forsake Him. I will not turn my back on Him. I'm going to walk this walk together with God. Say amen, somebody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm going to tell you 3F that you can note down when Enoch walked with God. Number one, fellowship. He desired to have fellowship with God. A walk in the Bible means conduct and manner of life. This became his lifestyle. It became a lifestyle of walking with God, of having fellowship with God. He, he, you know, you've got to get to a point that you love God so much that when you don't spend time with God, you miss it. Yeah. Say amen, somebody. Yeah. You know, you know I, I'm right here in South Africa, but I want to hear the voice of my wife every morning. I want to see her every morning. I want to see her every day. And that longing and that loving that I have for my wife is the longing and the loving that I must have for my God. He must be priority in my life. He must be my first and my last. When I wake up, I want to speak to my God because He's the one that woke me up. If I'm here today, I'm here because of His grace. Say amen, somebody. Praise the Lord. So he had a lifestyle of having fellowship with God, of being in communion with God. Now, the word communion, you have, it's made up of two words. It's a common union. A common union with God. He understood God. The Bible says in the book of Amos chapter 3 verse 3, can two walk together except they be in agreement? So he set his heart to agree with God. He said, God, whatever you say, I agree. The way you say, I agree. Whatever you want me to do, I agree. I agree, oh God. Because your word has final, has, has first and final authority in my life. I agree to everything you say. Praise God. Enoch with, walked with God. Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. Praise Jesus. In the book of Genesis chapter 3, it's the fall of man. But then in verse 8, I discovered this morning it said something. And um, when I was reading it, it really hit my spirit. It says, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking. They heard the sound. They heard in the King James, and I read King James. The reason why I read King James is because my name is James. And it reminds me of who I am. King James. Say amen, somebody. That's who I am. Oh, yes. He, I'm a king. He's the king of kings. So the Bible says in King James, and they heard the voice of God. And when they heard the voice of God walking, notice that the, the, the word of God or the voice of God walks. If you want to walk with God, you're going to have to listen to the voice of God. And the voice of God is in the word of God. So if you want to walk with God, you have to walk according to the word of God. 
That's how you walk with God. You come in agreement with the word. What God says, you agree because you know that the word of God is the voice of God. And the voice of God will take you to your destiny. Say amen, somebody. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 11, number 2. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5. The first one, he had fellowship with God. The second one, I want you to understand that he had faith in God. He had faith in God. See, when you hear the voice of God, when you hear the Word of God, you develop faith in God. Faith in the faithfulness of God. Look at somebody and say, God is faithful. Come on, look at somebody and say, God is faithful. So when you walk with God, you develop faith in the faithfulness of God. You know that God will never let you down. You know the God that can open every door, that every door that He opens, no man, no woman can shut that door. He's the God that is always faithful. He's faithful to His promises. If God has said it, He will do it. Say amen, somebody. He watches over His Word to perform it. So if He said He will do it, He will do it. I take God at His Word. Amen? I've met people that made promises but never kept them. I've met people that told me, you know, I'm going to give you a heavenly life but made me go through hell. Yes? But my God, but my God, my God that is full of love, full of grace, full of mercy, what He has said, He's also able to do it. And God watches over His Word to perform it. Say amen, somebody. He does not play with my feelings. He does not let me down. All he wants is a connection. I was, uh, I was in, in my bedroom in Mauritius about uh, five, six days ago. And um, we had an old aircon. It's getting hot in Mauritius. It's getting hot in South Africa. And so uh, our aircon was not functioning, was not working. And so we had to put a fan and when we were putting the fan, I tried to press the button and the fan just did not work. I pressed every button. It did not work. I did not hear the sound. I did not feel the breeze. It did not work. And I'm thinking, what is wrong with you fan? In the name of Jesus, work. It is hot. And my wife said, honey, it's not going to work until you plug it and press the socket. And I said, oh, great woman of wisdom. You see, life does not work until you connect with the presence and the power of God. That's when it works. That, when, that is when God, that is when the, your life begins to function for the better. You have to be connected to the Word. You have to be connected to the presence of God. The presence of God and the Word of God, they are one. Only way to see the manifestation of the presence of God is to go to the Word. And to pray the Word. Are you learning something? In Hebrews chapter 11, now this is a man of the Old Testament, but in the New Testament, they make reference of him. Now this man in the New Testament, in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, the book of Hebrews chapter 11 is, is a list of men and women that did great exploits for God by faith. All right, great exploits by faith. It starts off by, by faith, Abel. Then it goes to Noah. Then it goes to Moses. It goes to Abraham. Now, these men, by faith in God, they were able to build something. For example, Moses built a sanctuary. 
For example, Solomon built a temple. Uh, for example, Noah built an ark. They were able to do something and build something. The Bible says that by faith, Abel gave a better offering. They were able to do something, give something. The Bible says that by faith, Gideon and so forth, they were able to be saved from the lion's den. Uh, 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 you know, no, that was not Gideon, but that was, um, that was Daniel. All right, he was able to be saved from the lion's den, but they were able to do something. They saw the deliverance power of God. They saw the protection of God. But this man, in regards to Enoch, nothing. He never built anything. He never was saved from anything, but he still walked with God. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? The exploits that he had was his consistency in walking with God. He's known for his walk with God. To the point that there are two reference of him in the New Testament. That is what his influence become, became because he walked with God. When you walk with God, you become a person of influence. When you walk with God, you become a person of power. Praise the Lord. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. Now, if you go back to Genesis chapter 5, of all the names listed there, beginning from Adam all the way down to Noah, you will see that it says, it mentions their name, mentioned that they had children and they died. All right, go back if you want, study it later today. In the book of Genesis chapter 5, it talks about uh, 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 starting with Adam, goes down all the way to Noah, and every time it says, and they had children, and they died. But coming to this man, Enoch, he had children, but he did not see death. He was raptured. Let me tell you, when you walk with God, you move to a new level in life. You move to a new dimension in life. Say amen, somebody. I know we're all waiting for the rapture. And he's, 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 he's going to come at the sound of the trumpet. He's going to be in the clouds calling us up. But you know what? We can live a heavenly life on earth. Amen. He wants to transition us to the next dimension. To the next blessing. You are going to go from glory to glory when you walk with God. Say amen, somebody. You're going from blessing to blessing. I know some people are looking at you and they are being jealous over you. But let me tell you, the jealousy of a person is not stronger than the love of God. Say amen, somebody. Some people say to me, you know, uh, 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 Pastor, you have to pray for me. It's the evil eye that they have over me. It's the evil tongue. Let me tell you, no evil eye, no evil tongue is stronger than the eyes of God, than the tongue of God, than the protection of God. Amen. Praise God. That's why you got to consistently walk with God. Because when you walk with God, He tells you there's a trap right in front of you. He'll tell you things that you don't see. That your, that your physical eyes cannot see, but He will reveal it to you. He'll tell you, don't go down this way. That's not the way. They've set out a trap for you. You're learning something. Praise the Lord. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. And was not found because God has, had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony. I want you to understand in your Bible. And my question for you will be then, what is your testimony to God? Hmm? Speak to me, somebody. He was taken up for he had this testimony. We have a testimony towards people. 
We have a testimony towards God. Here's the thing. Why did I mention to you the two Enoch, the one in, uh, in, in Genesis chapter 4 and the one in Genesis chapter 5? Because one was well known to man, the other one was well known to God. So I want to ask you a question. Are you known to God? The Bible says, and you were quoting it uh, in, in speaking in John chapter 10. He says, he knows his own. He knows who belongs to him. But without faith. So the walk of Enoch was a walk of faith. And faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. And the Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 that we walk by faith and not by sight. So this man was constantly looking to God every day of his life. And his testimony, the way he behaved, the way he spoke, the way he saw things was a testimony to God. Amen. Praise God. Without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. So that means that every day when he walked with God, he was pleasing to God. The difference between Enoch chapter 4 and Enoch chapter 5, Enoch chapter 5 was a God pleaser. Enoch chapter 4 was a man pleaser. Now we are called not to be a man pleaser. We are called to be a God pleaser. And the only way we can please God is when we walk by faith. We walk according to His Word. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Now watch this. Referring to Enoch, because 5 and 6 refers to him. He had, a, he, had a, he had a testimony. His testimony was he was a man of faith. It is impossible to please Him for he who comes to God. Two things now, two levels of faith. I like to call it two levels of faith. Number one, he who comes to God must believe that he is. When Moses met with God, he says, who should I say sent me? And God says, I am. So the man of faith who walks with God must believe in the existence of God, must believe in the presence of God. And I'm sure all of you here, you are here because you believe in the presence of God. You believe in the creator of the universe. You believe if anyone can, God can. He is everything that you need. You need a friend? He says, I am your friend. You need a father? He says, I am your father. You need a brother? He says, I'm your brother. You need a deliverer? He says, I am your deliverer. You need a miracle worker? He says, I am your miracle worker. Whatever you need, God is. You, you are sick and you need a doctor, you need a healer. And God says, I am your healer. Praise the Lord. Everything you desire, everything you need, God is. Believe that He is, number one. And number two, that He is. Now notice the word He is. That means that yesterday He is. Today He is. Tomorrow He is. I know we are taught verbs, yesterday He was. Today He is and tomorrow He will be. But God is always. He never changes. Amen. He's a deliverer yesterday. He's, he'll be a deliverer today. He is, he's going to be a deliverer tomorrow. He is the deliverer. That's who he is. Amen. Whatever name is revealed of God is what God can do. And he does it every day. Praise the Lord. That he is a rewarder. Now, 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 we believe in the existence of God, but coming to the next level where we think that God can reward us because of our faith, that one, you know, because we've been so used to religious God, we don't know about righteous God. Yeah. 
Are you learning something here? That shows that God can reward. Say, say this with me, God is my rewarder. Come on, say it like you and say, God is my rewarder. One more time, God is my rewarder. Praise God, He rewards you because He loves you. Amen. We believe in the existence of God. We believe in the presence of God. But few of us believe in the power of God. He is the rewarder of them. He's not just a rewarder of, uh, he's the rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. So that shows that Enoch sought God every day. Hallelujah. When I was, uh, when I was younger, when I was a kid, because I'm still young. That's my confession of the day. I am young. When, um, when I was younger, and um, I was just a little boy. When I was just a little boy, you know, in the crowd, you don't get to see what others are seeing, right? Something is happening and you're going, I can't see, I can't see. But then I had my father. And in those days, I was not as I am today. I was very light in those days. And my father, because I could not see, because I wanted to see, but I could not see. And I wanted to participate and rejoice, but I could not because I could not see. My father would take me up and put me on his shoulder. And on his shoulder, he would, he would get hold of my feet and he would walk with me. And so what he could see, I could see. Let me tell you, when you walk with God, God puts you on his shoulder so that what was not visible to you becomes visible to you so that you can see, you know where you're going, you know what you're getting because God has put you up on his shoulder and you are walking with God. Say amen, somebody. Puts me on his shoulder. One day this little kid, plumpish kid, wanted to beat me up. And I said to him, I'm going to tell my daddy. I mean, my daddy was no superhero. He was not Spider-Man. But I believe that my dad. And so what, what happened one day when he was coming, my dad just took his hand and put me behind. And said, if you want to touch my kid, you got to go through me first. Let me tell you, when you walk with God, God will protect you. And God will say to the enemy, if you want to touch my kid, you're going to have to go through me first. Say amen, somebody. Say amen, somebody. God, I want to walk with you. I want to walk with you. This is my passion. This is my desire. This is my longing. This is my loving. I want to walk with God. Do we have any people that say here that I want to walk with God? He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And let's go to the book of Jude. Jude chapter 1. Second book that makes mention of this man named Enoch. Once again, Enoch means dedicated. Now we've just discovered about the fellowship. We've discovered about the faith. I want you to write the third thing. I want you to write fruitfulness. Your life becomes productive when you walk with God. Say amen, somebody. Say this with me. My life becomes productive, progressive, and prosperous when I walk with God. Amen. What happens when you walk with God? You become productive. You become progressive. You become prosperous when you walk with God. Amen. You become productive. Hallelujah. What you could not do in your own strength by the grace of God, you'll be able to do it. Amen. When people say it is impossible, God says it is possible. 
God uses ordinary men just like Enoch, me and you to do extraordinary things. Say amen, somebody. Not by your strength, but by the grace of God. Praise God. Now, Jude chapter 1, verse 14, 15. Now Enoch, once again now, this Jude is the half-brother of Jesus, by the way. Why is he the half-brother of Jesus? Because they've got the same mother, but different father. The mother was Mary, and the father of Jesus was God, and the father of Jude was Joseph. You're learning something. At least you learned something in church today, right? And did you know that he had another half-brother? Do you know what the other half-brother's name was? James. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Did you know that the name James begins with J and finishes with S, just like Jesus? Just, just wanted to throw that one in as well, all right? Praise God. Okay. Now, Enoch, the seventh from Adam, he is telling you exactly which Enoch. Not the one in the lineage of Cain. Not that one. That one was known by man. I'm telling you about the one that's known by God. The one that is seven from Adam. And if I wanted to go through prophetic work about numbers, you know, seven being the number of uh, uh, perfection or the number of completeness, I could go and preach on about that. But it says he prophesied. Let me tell you something. When you walk with God, you are able to prophesy. And you're not a false prophet. You're able to prophesy your future. You're able to call in those things that are not as though they are. So he prophesied. Everybody say prophesied. The Bible says, you know, we can all prophesy. The Bible says it in the book of Acts chapter 2, when we receive the Holy Spirit, you know, we all know, we all understand about the speaking in tongues, but we have to understand that we can all prophesy. And the only reason why we can prophesy is because we walk with God. Are you learning something? God gives you secrets that nobody else knows. When they ask you, how do you know? I've got contacts. Say amen, somebody. You know, in Mauritius, if you've got contacts in the high places, there are things that you could know. But let me tell you, government is limited, but my God is illimited. He can tell me things to come. Say amen, somebody. Amen. How do you know this is going to happen, pastor? I've got contacts. He's the revealer. The Bible tells me in the book of John that when we have the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, He will reveal you things to come. You understand that? If you want to know your future, it's not in the cup. It's not in your hands. It's not in the cards. It's in the Word. Say amen, somebody. Praise God. Hallelujah. Enoch the seventh from Adam prophesied about these men saying, Behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his saints. Now, he was prophesying that what God was about to do. Nobody else knew what God was about to do. But this man was in the loop. He was in secret places. He understood things are about to come. Let me tell you, when you walk with God, you will not be taken by surprise because God will reveal everything to you. He will tell you things to come. He will tell you things to come. To execute judgment on all, to convict all those who are ungodly. So all these ungodly people, he became a preacher. He became a prophet. He prophesied. As I close today, I'm reminded of what happened when I was about eight, nine years old. Somebody gave me a gift. And on that gift was something that most of you know. It's called footprints. Anybody ever read footprints? Footprints. 
Now in footprints, uh, let's just put it this way. God was walking on the beach in Mauritius with me. And there were, you know, when two people walk, there are four sets of footprints. And as we were walking, you know, enjoying each other's company. Let me tell you, people may not enjoy your company, but God enjoys your company. And so as we were walking together, having fellowship together, there were four sets of footprints. But then, you know, that person said he looked back. And every time he went through some difficult times, every time he went through the storms of life, every time he went through, you know, the persecution and the accusation and the troubles and the problems, he only saw two sets of footprints. One set of footprints. All right. Thank you. That's why you're here. Thank you. One set of footprints. A pair. All right. A pair of footprints. See, I'm Mauritian. Okay. I know I, know I speak okay English, but I was brought up, uh, I was brought up in London, but then I'm, I'm, I've been in Russia for 15 years. So my English is not shop shop. But you understand, right? Okay. Thank you. Buy a donkey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, as he looked back, he just saw the one pair of footprints. And he asked a question. He said, God, you told me that every time that I go through difficulties and storms, that you'll never leave me nor forsake me. But Lord, I look and every time I look, in my troubled times, in my problems, in my issues of life, in my storms of life, all I see is one pair of footprints. And God lovingly looks at him and said, my son, it was in these moments that I picked you up and I carried you. When you walk with God, when you face your difficulties, it is in that moment where God will pick you up and carry you so that you're not facing adversity by yourself, but you're facing adversity with God. And every adversity that you face with God, you come out a success in Jesus' name. Amen. My little girl was just a baby. And I, woke, I came in after ministering one day and I wanted to see her. But she's sleeping and you know when kids sleep, I just saw the dedication and I just want to give a, a word of wisdom to all the parents. When they sleep, let them sleep. <laughs> and so <laughs> she was sleeping. And I wanted to see her, but I couldn't because she was sleeping in the dark, in her cot. And then something happened. I think she had a bad dream. And she started to cry out, crying, crying in her cot. I rushed because I wanted to be there as daddy. I opened the door and I put the light on and I saw this little baby girl lifting up her hands in tears. And as I picked her up, I saw what God did for me. That when I was in the dark, that when I didn't know what to do and I was scared in life, 
That when I was full of confusion because of darkness around me, and when I was in a small box, imprisoned by the enemy, when I called on the name of my God, and I lifted up my hand, He put the light on. He came to me and had mercy on me. And He took me and He picked me up. And with love, He took me out of where I was and took me and reassured me that with Him, I can go wherever I need to go. That is our loving God. I reassured my daughter that day. As long as I'm here, as long as you're in my arms, no harm will come to you. And if I as a man can do that, how much more can our God do that? Let's walk with God today. Did you learn something this morning? Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to pray for us uh, in Mauritius. Uh, we are busy looking at planting Bible colleges in Madagascar, Seychelles, Rodrigues, and Reunion Island. God bless you. Every eye is closed. Just one minute. I just want to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray. You will move in this atmosphere right now and touch the heart of your children. I thank you, Father God, that you are for us. I pray for peace of mind. I pray for, I pray for the protection of God. I pray for healing and deliverance right now. And you're the miracle worker, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I give you glory, Lord, in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, Amen. let's put our hands together for Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. God bless you.